Unless otherwise indicated, all the names, characters, businesses, places, events, and incidents in these stories and audio narrations are either the product of the author's imagination or used in a fictitious manner. Any resemblance to actual persons, living or dead, or actual events is purely coincidental. The stories and audio narrations are not intended as a substitute for the medical advice of physicians. The reader and or listener should consult a physician in matters related to his or her health, and particularly with respect to any symptoms that may require diagnosis or medical attention. Mature content. Listener discretion is advised. Zen medicine. I'm an intuitive tantric Reiki healer. I'm neither formally trained nor educated in being a tantra or Reiki healer. I'm just pretty plugged into the universe. And this is my calling, for better or for worse. How people find me? Well, there's word of mouth and divine timing. Here's my story. You wouldn't know it from the outside, but the bungalow was more spacious than it looked. Sitting on a comfortable cot in a small cozy bedroom, I took in the rustic scenery and felt quite at home. Mary Catherine entered the room, saying over her shoulder, Lady, make yourself comfortable in the living room. We'll be out shortly. Lady nodded, her brilliant arctic blue eyes on me. You're in good hands, Z. I'll see you in a bit. I returned her nod, saying nothing. Instead, I laid back on the soft cot, adjusting here and there to make myself comfortable, and then taking a deep, slow breath, I stared blankly at the ceiling. Have you ever had Reiki done on you before? Mary Catherine asked, sitting on a small stool beside my cot. Her emerald green eyes were warm and open as she looked down at me. I watched as she worked to tie her long, wild red hair up and away from her face. You being a Reiki Tantra healer and all. I slowly shook my head, answering, You're my first. Then looking at her, I asked, Is that what's going to happen? You're gonna do Reiki on me? Don't know until I go in there, dearie. A big smile lit up her pretty face. But I'll be gentle. Now close your eyes and relax. You know the drill. Yes, I thought as I closed my eyes. I knew the drill. I thought I did. I've never thought to have anyone do Reiki on me. At the core of this type of healing, it's about energy. And when it's between two people, it's an intimate exchange of energy. Because of my extreme sensitivity to other people's energies, I didn't trust that they could maintain a pure energetic essence that wouldn't harm my own. For example, if the healer had partied late into the night before a healing session in the morning, that healer is impaired and could harm her client. Not to even mention if the healer smoked or drank or did drugs because all of these compromises the energy used in Reiki healings. This is Reiki Healing 101. I don't know about you, but I won't let anyone like that near me even if I were dying. Mary Catherine started to mutter softly to herself and I breathed in deeply once more before turning inward into my heart and slowing my breath. Then focusing on my heart, I went into it, losing myself into its steady beating, its strong rhythm. Then I noticed a crowd of ethereal beings surrounding us. Golden white light. 
Their heads were bobbing here and there. Some were tall, while others were short. But they were all from source, or were versions of the highest self. And the love that enveloped me was so incredibly tender that tears overflowed out of the corner of my closed eyes. Very clearly, in my third eye, I saw a compact orb of black energy hovering above my circle of light, and I swear I saw something glowing gold in its black core. The moment I saw it. I knew what it was, and I wanted it back. Breathing in deeply, I focused on that golden core and called it back to me. Its rightful owner, Doctor Ambrose, has stolen a precious piece of my energetic essence when he killed me, and with that theft, his blackness had pierced my heart, implanting the doubt and intense fear that paralyzed all my senses. I felt the black orb resist my efforts, and with clenched teeth, I focused all my energy, all my strength, on the golden core and pulled. Then, like a thin strand of gold, it streamed into my outstretched hand. Moved up my arm and returned home into my heart. Finally, when I had taken all the gold from the blackness, I inhaled deeply and held it for a long moment. Then, on the exhale, clutching the end of the gold strand in my hand like a whip, in one fluid swing, I snapped and severed the connection between us. Instantly, I felt a spirit flare in my heart, stirring like a caterpillar within its warm cocoon. Suddenly, I was thrust out into the darkness, floating weightless in the ether. I wasn't afraid, not of the dark or floating out of my body. Marveling at the vastness of the universe, I turned around to look into the small bungalow room where my body lay. I smiled as I saw Mary Catherine's spirit team surrounding us—a glowing circle of golden white beings with beautiful light. And when I saw my own spirit team commingling with them, my heart shook with emotion. I know, I know that they're never lost to me, but the black doubts have blocked my access to them, reinforced and heartened by my own fears. I hadn't been able to see or feel them since the. Shooting, the strong tantra Reiki healer was nothing but a shadow of herself. What a fucking joke! Then I saw two golden orbs from the corner of my eye, coming in from the edge of the universe. As swift as a thought, Henry and Howard stood before me. Henry was smiling so brilliantly, while Howard was open-mouthed, his large wet tongue hanging out. I watched as Henry opened his clasped hands. A soft white light nestled safely there. I held out my hands, and he gently slid the white glow into them. Then, and without hesitation, I firmly pushed it into my heart. My hands pressed against my chest, smiling at my two loved. Spirit guides. I nodded when Henry said wordlessly, his thoughts touching mine, "Surrender, my love." Complete surrender in the spiritual sense is releasing your will and accepting that of the divine, trusting the divine plan that she has put in place for each one of us to walk since the beginning of our existence. This is what it means to be truly divinely guided. Closing my eyes, I went into my heart and focused on its strength and resilience, and felt my spirit solid and intact once more. And when I opened my eyes, I was back into my body, staring up at Mary Catherine. Her face was slightly flushed. But her emerald green eyes were warm, welcoming. And there you are," she murmured tiredly, sitting back on her stool, grabbing a white rag. She mopped the sweat from her face. She looked at me quietly, her eyes roaming my face. "Are you okay, Mary Catherine?" I asked as I sat up, feeling stronger, vibrant. Then I smiled with relief when I spied Henry and Howard standing behind the Viking healer. "Hi," she responded softly. Soul retrievals take a lot of energy and focus. That's what happened to me. I asked with surprise, 
I've heard of soul loss before, where a person's soul is ripped from the physical body because of trauma. But I never once suspected that that was what happened with me. In all of my years doing tantra and reiki healing, I never came across a soul loss. Mary Catherine nodded. A splintered and disconnected soul you were. She sighed and breathed in deeply. You don't do anything halfway, do you, Z? But she smiled as her eyes began to twinkle with humor. But you came back fully loaded too, my dear. My head tilted as I looked at her with curiosity. Fully loaded. In what way exactly? She reached out a hand and gently took a fistful of my long hair. My heart stopped as I saw that what should have been my black hair was pure white. Shut up, Mary Catherine! I shouted as I jumped to my feet. I swung my hair around and I shrieked at all the pure white hair that flowed over my arms and hands. What the fuck? I looked at Mary Catherine and she looked at me ruefully, holding her hands up. Sometimes this happens, but I can say you're my first with this. Stepping back, the Viking healer tilted her head and stared at me with sharp, keen green eyes, unwavering like a cat. She pursed her mouth and slowly nodded. White hair is a growing trend now, so being in New York City, you should fit right in with no worries. As I rolled my eyes at her, she continued, "Think of it as you trading in your Volvo for a Hummer." She placed her hands. On her hips as she stood and stretched her back. Just make sure you set boundaries, girly. You're going to need them. As Mary Catherine and I made our way to the living room, Lady's Arctic blue eyes snapped wide as she stared at me with astonishment. Yeah, I murmured awkwardly at her. Hadn't planned on the souvenir. In the next second, I found myself wrapped tight in Lady's strong arms, her eyes shining with unshed tears. You're a beautiful woman, Z. And now you're just gorgeous. Mary Catherine smiled warmly as she said, "Except for the eyes, people will think that you're a mother and daughter now, which you've always been to me." Lady whispered as she pressed her cheek to me. My darling girl, I wasn't able to speak as hot emotions closed my throat tight. My heart was overflowing with love, and all I could do was hug her tightly. Lady Mary Catherine and I walked out of the bungalow, and I was surprised that two hours had passed, pushing us towards ten o'clock on Halloween. It was festive with music and Halloween treats, with activities here and there. The air was cool, crisp, and the blazing bonfire in the middle of the camp was impressive. She's gifted, Mary Catherine was saying to Lady as we walked towards the busy canteen. I forgot that she's related to you. I was following slightly behind them, walking with Henry on my right and Howard on my left. It just occurred to me that while I I was used to seeing Henry more of a blinking gold light here and there. I was seeing his complete spiritual form, shimmering gold with sunlight hair, with an outline of a slender fellow looking suspiciously like Wesley from The Princess Bride. Halloween wasn't one of my favorite holidays, but something about it struck a chord in me on this particular night. Everywhere I looked, the area was brimming with people, both alive and dead. I've always had Henry run interference for me from ghostly encounters, but I relished the. Fact that I saw with my full sight on this night of all nights. I saw a little girl bobbing for apples, being cheered on by her deceased mother. A man was dancing beside the bonfire, his dead wife in his arms. Sprinkled throughout the dining area, sitting around the wood tables, families were sitting without speaking. Several empty place settings beside and across them. A modern-day dumb supper. Mary Catherine murmured as she followed my curious stare at several tables. They're honoring their ancestors with respect and silence. I didn't say anything about the empty place settings occupied by actual spirits who were happily chatting away at their quiet family. After leaving the canteen, we found a table and sat down with. 
place full of roasted chicken and root vegetables. It was all delicious and authentic comfort food that I generally relished. After finishing their food, Lady and Mary Catherine stood up to greet well-wishers and intermingle with the party-farers, leaving me alone at the table. But I wasn't alone, as I enjoyed listening to the animated conversations between the male spirits who sat at our table. You can see us, can't you? One of them was asking me, his hollowed eyes looking at me. Nope. Sorry, don't see anything, I responded as I continued munching on a lovely piece of apple pie. If she doesn't see us, the other one asked his friend, his ghostly pale face a mask of sheer confusion. Then how does she know we're talking to her? I started to snicker into my dessert, but I looked up when someone sat down beside me. My fork slid off my fingers, clattering on the plate unnoticed as I stared into the face of my deceased father. Music credit by Kogan Audio. Sound credit by ZachSplat.com. Story created, written, and narrated by Z.E. Lian. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please consider supporting us by subscribing on Apple iTunes and leaving us a five-star review. It helps people find us, and it is greatly appreciated. Follow the continuing story of Zen Medicine on Medium.com. Music